as you know, I spent nearly like every summer from when I was in late elementary school to early middle school over at my Mormon cousin's house. Oh my God. I got another Mormon cousin story for you. Oh no. And as you know, like I loved hanging out over there. It was, they had a giant house on a giant property. They had every single game imaginable. They had every airsoft gun, every Nerf gun, every toy as soon as it came out, a fucking go-kart, all this crazy shit, right? Yeah, dude, that place was fun. That place was fun as hell. But the weirdest thing that I never understood was that the girls would always play this game called Pretty Pretty Princess. Have you ever heard of Pretty Pretty Princess? I've heard of that. You have actually? I've heard that saying before. Before. Okay, that's crazy. I thought it was like a weird little niche thing. It was this weird game that they would play. It had like a cheap little plastic board game, uh, a little cardboard spinner, but the real gimmick were all these plastic pieces of jewelry that you would like win. And there was like earrings that you clip on your ears. There was like bracelets, a pearl necklace, <laughs> rings. Do you remember any of this? I've heard the name, but this sounds like a fucking cult. Dude, it was this crazy fucking game and they would play it all the fucking time. And I remember being over at their house looking like, why are they playing that? All the girls would have a blast playing this weird little game and I didn't get it. I'm just watching from the side. I'm like, there's a fucking go-kart outside. They have a Nintendo Wii. What are they doing? And they're like, Kurt, do you want to you play Pretty Pretty Princess with us? And I was like, that game's for pussies, okay? I'm not playing that game, all right? And then one day I come over and all the girls are gone. They did a bunch of sports. There was just two Mormon cousins there, okay? Both boys. One was my age, I don't know, for like 10 or 12, and then one was like seven. Mm -hmm. And we're playing Nintendo Wii, we're playing Mario Kart, except my heart's not in it. I'm in last place. And the cousin Ooh. that's like my age, he's all like, like, Kurt, why are you down? Like, are you not having fun? And I was like, I don't know, I'm just kind of like bored or something. And he's like, what do you want to play? And I was like, I don't know, you guys want to like, I don't know, like play a board game or something? And then he pauses the Wii and he's like, do you want to play Pretty Pretty Princess? <laughs> yes, I've been dying to play that fucking game. And, all, and we're all in the same thing. Like, why do they love it so much? Why are they playing all the time? Let's get it out. So we go over to the living room and they have this coffee table that's like also a storage thing. And this is where they store all their board yeah, games. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, so we got to clear it off and we got to get rid of our, you know, our half-eaten bowls of mac and cheese, our fucking root beers because Mormons love root beer for some reason. Sounds like a great time. It was a great day, Jason. I got my root beer right here. So we clear <laughs> off the table. We lift up the lid. Sure enough, Oh, pretty princess sitting right on top. <laughs> we pull it out. We dump all the contents on the table. I'm setting up the board. I'm setting up the spinner. I'm starting reading the instructions. And my cousin's like, what are you doing? And I was like, aren't we going to play pretty, pretty princess? And he's like, why play the actual game? The girls only have fun when they're putting on jewelry. Let's just skip to the fun part. And I was like, that's fucking genius problem solving. I love it. <laughs> we start putting on the rings, the little clamp on earrings, the bracelets, the, the pearl necklace. And then we put that on. Happiness lasts for like five seconds. We're just sitting there all blinged out. Like, this is kind of, this is kind of fruity. <laughs> like, we don't really know what to do. And then I was like, all right, let's start, let's start putting this back. We start taking off the earrings and the rings. We're throwing them in the box. And then my cousin takes off the bracelet and it's got like pearls on it, plastic pearls. And two is credit first he tests it on himself he kind of like lifts it a, a foot above his arm and he brings down a thwip and he hits him in the arm he's like oh and then he looks over at me but this time he pulls the bracelet fully overhand over his head thwack brings it down <laughs> smacks me in the arm I'm like ah crap and then he's all like <laughs> he's all laughing thwip he hits me again I'm like ow I take off my bracelet mm, I hit him he's like ow stop it the littlest cousin the seven year olds all laughing his ass off we team up on him thwip thwip we're beating the fuck out of each other one of us pieces together that if you spin the bracelet before you hit it it hurts even more oh my god we're running around this big ass coffee table trying to thwip each other with our bracelets and then i'm like oh wait a second and like a caveman discovering fire i go i have a necklace on that goes like halfway down to my belly button it's a long plastic pearl oh, necklace no. <laughs> and then i unclip it and then like it starts to form my head i go huh you're pulling out the nuke yeah, i pull out the nuke i start spinning it <laughs> it's all making noise oh, my cousin's shit. like oh no bro <laughs> fortunate son starts playing over the radio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what it sounds like. Thup, 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 thup. I bring it down fucking hard overhand looking at my cousin and I like, I knight him on the shoulder. And then now here's the thing. When you hit somebody with a plastic bracelet, you'd only get hit with like one bead and it would kind of hurt. But the way I hit him with this full necklace is that I slapped him over the shoulder facing him. So Ooh. it wrapped around his body <laughs> and every bead hit at the exact same time with the exact same force. <laughs> so he goes, so here's the thing. You'd expect him to go like, ah, ow, and scream. He doesn't scream. His head shoots upwards, his Ooh. eyes to the back of his head, his shoulders get thrown backwards, Ooh. his shoulder blades are nearly touching. I fucking like factory reset him and the only noise that comes out is like, <laughs> and then I'm all like, Matthew? And he, and he falls to his knees. Oh and my I start God. laughing. I'm laughing my ass off looking at him like, ah, don't be a little crying little bitch. And then, just this fucking death scream comes out. His mom is in the room half a second later. What happened? Are you okay? He's just screaming on the floor and he's not using his words. She's like, what happened? Are you okay? He's like, and he's trying to like point at his back. And I'm like, he's being a little crying a little bitch. I didn't hit him that hard. His mom goes over and she sees just pointing at his back and she lifts up his shirt. And there's a scar going from his shoulder all the way to the opposite hip. And you can see every single bead. Every single one is accounted for in a dark red. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. And here's the thing. I don't really have a punchline in this story. But if you'd bear with me and try to imagine how fucking hard it was to be sitting on the couch, having my aunt look over each other like, what happened? Is he okay? Do I have to take him to a hospital? Were you guys roughhousing? What happened? And I'm looking up at her. And then I peer over and I look behind her and I just see like my cousin face down shirtless on the couch and not moving with like five ice packs on him. <laughs> my name's Kurt. I'm Jason. And, and you're listening, listening to Bird Bones. As you know, I've been devolving as a technological person. Uh, I bought a CRT TV a while ago. Yeah. I found an old VCR. I've been digging through VHS tapes. I truly feel like that was just like fun stuff. And I'm not trying to be like nostalgic and be like, oh, times were simpler back then. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I was born in the wrong decade. But just when I watch a movie on my like nice flat screen TV, I'm like, this is cool. This is kind of fun, I guess. But it doesn't feel the same. Like when I'm on Netflix or Hulu or Max or whatever, looking through movies, it doesn't feel fun anymore. There's too many options and I don't like it. So I got the CRT. I found the VCR. I'm digging through old stuff. I found VHS tapes. And then like, I'm not even kidding. There's so many movies on fucking Netflix right now, but I found a VHS tape of some movie called Legend with Tom Cruise and I've never wanted to watch it more in my life. I've never heard of this movie before. <laughs> I have no reason to think it's even cool. I'm just looking at this movie and I'm like, I want to like, I, I, I like holding a movie in my hands. Like I'm regressing as a human. Dude. I want to know if it's I bad. feel like I feel like that's the vibe, dude. Like, I'm over here buying, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like I'm unique or anything, but I'm over here buying vinyl records and shit. Say, like, yeah, vinyls were fun. I, like I like when I like music, I'm now realizing in this digital age where everything's just kind of there, it's on my phone. It's too easy. It's like, I want to like go to the mail and be like, even if I have to order it or if I go to the store, like I want to be able to hold it in my hand and like, I want to look and read like through all the people who like produced it and all the band members and all the stories that they write like inside and all the lyrics. Like I love that shit. And you just don't get that experience with digital media. And here's the one thing with music. I'm kind of weird about music actually. Well, hear me out. I still like vinyls. I listen, I listen to my Danger Days vinyl more than I'd like to admit, but like, 
with music, I kind of like need music like fast. Like if I have a song in my head, I want to hear it now. Yeah. So Spotify, I like having like Spotify, my AirPods always on me. Yeah. I don't think I could live in a time with like cassettes, but iPods, I have an old iPod and I try to put, Ooh. I put a bunch of my albums on, I put every My Chem song, I put a bunch of Smiths, I put a bunch of Morrissey, Iron Maiden, all the things I like. And then like, I listened to it for a while, but like, it was just like, oh, but my iPhone's right here. Like, I hate that I have that ability. Mm -hmm. I genuinely, I know this sounds so stupid, but I genuinely miss limitations i miss i just i just want to feel something i don't feel things anymore i miss i miss coming home from gamestop in the backseat and reading the back of the game thing everything's online Dude, now jason and you can't wait to get home to play the game uh -huh. and you didn't like you just put the game in and it worked it's like dude if you went to gamestop and bought a game now you'd be like oh i'm so excited to get home and play this you put it into your playstation you're like oh fuck i gotta wait three and a half hours for an <laughs> bro like new games they come out and I'm like, why did I spend $70 on this? I feel like I just bought a pass to play something that's like just here. It's not special. I'm not trying to be all nostalgia bait, but seriously, I genuinely think it's just not as fun anymore. Or what else did I write down? And okay, here's the big thing. Gen Zers, see all of, I, I say it like I'm not one, <laughs> but on TikTok, you'll see like people talking about like, oh my God, like I want an old flip phone to be like, uh, I don't know, so I don't have social media all the time. Or like, oh, I'm scared to take my phone out to places in case it gets stolen. And you see them always trying to come up with reasons to justify buying like a $20 flip phone or one, mm. using one that they found in the closet, right? They're always trying to justify it. And I'm just here to say like, you don't have to justify that shit. Sometimes it just feels good. Yeah. Watching something on a flat screen is like, oh yeah, it looks great. It looks good. But it's like, it doesn't have the soul. Like you're, you make me want to see our TV, a CRT TV because buy one. I want to go back and I want to play need for speed underground two on a PS two. Dude, that's what I want. Go out and get one. Cause here's the thing. You go to r slash CRT gaming and it's a bunch of fucking nerds trying to understand their emotions. They go, well, I have a CRT because I like to play super NES, SNES, whatever. And this is how the game was meant to look on a CRT TV. And then there are all these people trying to justify their feelings. Like right now it's trendy to put up what's called geometry on a CRT. It's a grid that shows what's wrong with your CRT. And I was like, oh, these lines are distorted. Over the top left, there's some discoloration. And then you'll see people on like Craigslist trying to sell these CRTs. CRTs for a bunch of money, showing the geometry, trying to go, no, this is for gaming. And it's like, shut the fuck up, you fucking nerds. Just feel <laughs> something. They're going like, no, it's, it's, things actually look better on CRT. Like pixels look different. It's like, yeah, because it's it's less quality. If you squint your eyes at a flat screen, it'll look better because you're you, imagining yeah, the rest. You have to use your imagination. When you take all of your imagination away, what's left? Mm -hmm. Just the facts. I'll tell you this. Back when like Need for Speed Heat was out, or well, back when it was like, newer and i'm talking like it was like maybe a year old there's a couple of mods for it my for some reason my pc was like really struggling to run it at one point and i was like man like what the hell so i was like well i wonder how i can get a solid 60 fps on this i turned the resolution all the way down to like 480p i was like holy fuck this looks like a classic Need for Speed game. It feels good, doesn't it? It instantly got better because I couldn't see the textures popping in on the buildings. I couldn't see anything. Like, the rain looked more realistic. The graphics felt more like... It just felt so artistic. And like, because it has an actual art style. I imagine that on a CRT. Oh my God, dude. I want to play modern games on a CRT. That sounds so fun. Now... I'm not trying to be a fucking like, oh, everything sucks now, but I am. Yeah, everything sucks. What is the one technology that you wish actually never evolved? I'll say right now, I wish that we never got flat screen TVs. I wish everything was a big boxy TV. I like that. But at the same time, dude, could you appreciate a CRT TV in the absence of flat screens? 
Because, dude, the Are grass I'll is let you always, change my answer. The grass is always greener on the other side. You know, like if you only had CRT TVs and that was your only frame of reference, you're like, man, this picture, like you get tired of it. Like, man, this picture is so not clear. Like, I just wonder what it's like to have a beautiful, like perfect picture. And then you get it and you're like, oh, yeah, wait, no, I like the soul of the CRT TV. It's like music, dude. Okay, I'll change my answer. Yeah, you better. But it's very niche. It, it doesn't explain much, but I'll say like, I wish streaming. Like I wish we still have YouTube and stuff like that, but I wish this movie people never caught on and they're still like, we still have to go out and hunt our DVDs and you have to like, look at them. You really have to make a commitment. Dude, yeah. Instead of like scrolling on your phone, looking through a bunch of things on Netflix and it's not fun anymore. I wish like your family would go out Go to Family Video or Blockbuster and go like, this Dude, one looks cool. Oh my God, I miss that so I, much. I would change my answer to that. What's yours? What's the one technology that you wish could go back? I'm so tempted to just be like, oh, fucking smartphones. But like, we wouldn't be here right now. Dude, flip phones are so fucking cool though. I know they are, but like we literally could not have maintained a friendship if like phones as they are did, like, didn't exist. Honestly, here's my thing. I think that like social media has gone a bit too far. It's not funny anymore. Now it's too corporate. I really wish I could delete my Instagram, but I feel like that's part of my job now. Yeah, it's like I owe everything that I have to like Instagram and Facebook for helping like, me like build connections and my business and stuff like that. But I couldn't give a shit about social media <laughs> outside of that. Like, yeah, I like to use Twitter, X, whatever. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but like, it just pisses me off more often than not. And it's such a like, it makes it so easy for people to spread like false information and mm -hmm. propaganda and like cause like chaos and worry mm -hmm. with people who are willing to listen. And I'm like, stop listening to that shit, dude. You're just introducing these negative shit into your brain and it's not good. Again, I'm being too negative right now. Here's your positive question then. What technology do you hope doesn't evolve to an unfun part? Because I'm not even a guitarist, but I look at guitar pedals. I'm like, this looks like something that's fun. Like when's someone going to come along and turn all of guitar pedals into an iPhone app? Well, Bucko, I hate I hate to break it to you. That's already been done. There's a fucking app? Fuck yeah. There's no, apps, saying, when does it become I mean, normal? I'm saying like, when does like guitarists on stage stop clicking their things and they just have an iPad that they go set it to well, reverb? They, there are some that do that, but like I think guitarists as a whole are are such like traditionalists yeah they're like nah this is this is the way that i want it to be that's what i'm trying to say yeah it's kind of like car people they're like no i want i want the naturally aspirated v8 and a manual transmission or the inline six like we we want manual transmissions we want badass motors like, hey can i change my answer again yeah i wish we never got automatic cars sorry even though i drive an automatic i agree i drive an automatic right now but yeah when i drove the stick shift i was happier and uh kylie liked me more sometimes i bring it up and i go like man wasn't it kind of cool just when i drove a stick shift she's like i liked you more then and i was like okay damn you gotta get a stick shift homie. <laughs> no she didn't say that but <laughs> No, honestly, bro, I hope that fucking electric cars can stop doing the things that they're doing. You, oh, Jason hopes the environment dies and cripples over tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. I'd hate to stop fucking mining the earth for lithium-ion batteries. <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. And fucking not being able to crush the shit when they're done because they're going to explode and kill everybody. Okay, you got a point, you got a point. Radius. I'm sorry. This is really anti-Elon Musk today. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that guy. Dude, how come we how come every time they imagine the future, the flying cars are always electric? How badass would it be if we had flying V8s? Oh my god. I'm gonna write that movie. Bro, Ford would be like, here's the Mustang, Mustang. <laughs> and he'd be styled like the fucking like what what is it? Like a P-71 Mustang fucking fighter jet or fighter plane, <laughs> whatever the fuck. It's like here's the Mustang, Mustang. And it just grows wings and I hope I write the screenplay before this episode comes out. <laughs> What technology do you hope does evolve? That is the natural next question. I didn't think about that. Fuck me, dude. Damn it. <laughs> 
Usually I come up with the questions. If I can be a basic thing, I might come back to it. I'll just say, uh, I hope render times just become like instant. I don't know. That'd be nice. Someone evolve graphics cards and make them cheap. I don't know. Well, mine is kind of similar. I hope that affordable VR gaming evolves into like a better point because like the most fun that I've had gaming since I was a kid and I mean like 10 years old is playing in VR with my friends and we're just playing like Gran Turismo and shit and like it looks good. But I'm like, when we can get a photorealistic looking like game and me and my friends can drive around while we're all on separate sides of the country together. How do you think that would work, though? Would it work like physically like you have something over your eyes, you have all these controls that can be ambiguous to use other things? Or is it like Inception? Like, do you want gaming to get a point like, hey, I'm going to take a nap, but really I'm going to be in the fucking game and you inject yourself and then you fall asleep. Hell no. You can have all the porn sex games you want. No, I don't want it to get to that point. That's that's too fucked. Oh, that's what I want. Okay. Way too bad. Well, I'm changing my answer to that, but you go off. (laughs) You you can have fun with that. No, I, I want it to get to the point where it's like putting on a VR headset is no more difficult than putting on the glasses that I'm wearing. You know, like Mm -hmm. they just slip on you don't even realize it's there after a while because like right right now it's like my psvr2 bro it's like i'm wearing a fucking football helmet except it's just hanging off the front Mm -hmm. of my face looks heavy yeah it's it's lightweight for what it is but like i'm constantly having to adjust it to like make sure it's perfectly clear and i'm like bro when we get to a point where i can just like slip it on and i'm immediately in a new world and you can forget that you're wearing them yeah it's crystal clear no matter what like i don't have to dial in where the lenses are in relation to my eyeballs and it looks perfectly clear, like maybe 80% as clear as real life. Oh my God. Jason, well, we talked a lot today about shitty little kids and uh, the death of art. So I think it's natural that we play today's game. Oh shit. It's called, did Kids Bop really cover that? (laughs) (laughs) I have some songs here for you and you're going to tell me if Kids Bop really covered that. (laughs) Okay. How many lives do I get? You know what? Now that you mention it, you got three. I'm bringing back the gun. <laughs> Dude, I missed the gun. Yeah, the gun was pretty good. You got three lives before I fucking shoot you in the back of the head, okay? All right, bet. Number one, Bring Me to Life, a song about escaping an abusive relationship. Lyrics include, frozen inside, without your touch, without your love, darling, only you are the life among the dead. Did Kids Bop cover that? I think they did, bro. That song was way too popular for them not to have done it. That is correct. Kids Bop has covered Bring Me to Life. Uh, and any Drew Gooden fan knows that the early Kids Bop songs, like 0 through 20 or something, weren't sung by like kids. It was mostly a oh, grown really? man. Yeah, it was mostly a grown man with like a kid's choir. So <laughs> here's what that sounded like. <laughs> Pretty fucking creepy, right? How did that get traction? I have no fucking clue. I don't think Kids Pop was big back then. Number two, Welcome to the Black Parade, a song about facing death. Ooh. Lyrics include, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons, and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made? Did Kids Bop cover mm. that My Chemical Romance song, Jason? I don't think they did. 
Correct. They yes. did not cover that. But fun fact for you, if you're a big My Kemp fan like me, the early ideas for Welcome to the Black Parade actually did feature a children's choir. They only performed it one time for MTV on a rooftop with like four kids dressed up as skeletons. And if I remember correctly, Gerard Way said it freaked them out so much that they just stopped doing it. And <laughs> I got this idea because the other day I found out a uh, Kids Bop covered Sing by My Kemp and I sent that to you. Yeah, you sent that to me. I was like, honestly, bro, if Kids Bop was going to cover a song by My Kemp, they would have waited till Danger Days. There's nothing else they could have. I mean, maybe they did earlier songs, but like... I checked, I couldn't find anything but sing. That didn't s- strike me as a very kids bop thing to do. Let me ask you about, if this is a kids bop thing to do, this song's called Love Me Harder, a song about some rough, hard, steamy sex. Lyrics include, and if in the moment you bite your lip, when I get you moaning, you know it's real. Can you feel the pressure between your hips? It'll make it feel like the first time. Did kids bop cover that, Jason? I bet they fucking did, but they changed all the they lyrics. They did! <laughs> <laughs> the kids bop How lyrics are original are the lyrics the, and, and kids bop the lyrics are and if in the moment you think about it when i make you realize you know it's real can you hear the song singing in my heart i'll make it known for the first time yikes Bro, <laughs> good job kids bop <laughs> i just have to know did they ever sh- did they have to show these kids the original song i was thinking about that i have no fucking clue because kids are still kids i would i listen i listen to songs like this when i was like a kid didn't know what they meant though yeah all right lips of an angel a song about trying to get over someone and potentially sleeping with an ex lyrics include it's really good to hear your voice saying my name it sounds so sweet coming from the lips of an angel hearing those words it makes me weak dad rock did kids pop cover that song jason Yes. Kids Bop did cover that, and it sounds really fucking creepy. I'm gonna play it for you. You ready? Oh, shit. It's really good to hear your voice saying my name. It sounds so sweet. Coming from the lips of an angel. Hearing those words, it makes me weak. Bro, this sounds like <laughs> a mediocre cover of the song with a comically loud kids choir (laughs) in the background it sounds like shit (laughs) yeah the kids have no business being in this song it's like whoever the male singer was he was putting his entire soul into that and the kids are like (laughs) it sounds like the most church ass choir kids in the world now love on the brain another song about domestic abuse lyrics include must be love on the brain that's got me feeling this way it beats me by rihanna it's about Chris Brown. Okay. Uh, must be love on the brain. That's got me feeling this way. It beats me black and blue, but it fucks me so good. Did Kids Bop cover that? I fucking bet they did. Kids Bop covered that. They changed what? the lyrics to must be love on the brain. That's got me feeling this way. It makes me feel it's true, but it tricks me so good. <laughs> Bro, good job, Kids Bop. So Dude, <laughs> I, I, honestly, bro. I just wanted to get shot so I didn't have to hear another Kids Bop song. I'm surprised I was right. You are surviving this one, Jason. Next up, Fortunate Son by Cleanin's Clearwater Revival, a song about getting drafted into the Vietnam War. Lyrics include, some folks are born to wave the flag. Who are the red, white, and blue? Oh, who are the red, white, and blue? And when the band plays, hail to the chief. Ooh, they put the cannon at you, Lord. Dude, did Kids Bop cover that? I hope to God they covered that song. Did they cover it? Yes or no? Wishful thinking, yes. 
son of a bitch. Nope, they did not cover that, but holy fuck, they should. That would Dude. unironically have the potential to be a better song if they did it right. A bunch of kids <laughs> singing Fortunate Son. Dude, that's, I can't imagine a more baller thing to hear. Imagine being in a helicopter and you hear a, <laughs> a gang of children. Next up, Timber, a song about a crazy party, but Pitbull is at the party. So the lyrics include, I have them like Miley Cyrus clothes off, twerking in their bras and thongs, face down, booty up. That's the way we like to what? Did Kids Bop cover Timber? There's no fucking way they covered Timber. Kids Bop covered Timber. Are you kidding me? They just dropped all those lines. They just straight wrote their own thing. Live in hotels, flying on plane. Bless us, say money ain't a thing. Club jumping like kids bop now. Yeah. Dance with me. We're going round, homie. Oh my God, dude. Jason, you have one life left and this is the last one. Are you ready? Oh God, it comes down to this, huh? This song's called Montero by Lil Nas X. Another song about some rough, hard, steamy sex. Hell yeah. Lyrics include romantic talking. You don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is weed and white. Baby, you live in the life, but ginger, you ain't living right. Damn. Except you didn't say ginger. I don't want to die, Curtis. <laughs> Did they cover Montero? I don't want to die, Curtis. <laughs> Guess boy. <laughs> Spare my life, Curtis. No, this is the last life. This is the last bullet, I think. I'm going to go with yes. They covered it. Good job. Holy they, shit, changed, they changed the lyrics to <laughs> with all that talking, you don't even have to try. You're cool enough to hang with me tonight. Looking at the table and I see the reason why. Baby, you're living the life, but yeah, you got to live it right. Good oh job, Kids God. Bob. <laughs> Good job, Kids Bob. Holy shit. One other banger episode of Bird Bones. Why you got your phone in your hand and you're queuing the episode on a scale of four stars to five stars? Why don't you also queue up Jason's song of the week? Jason, what are we listening to? Good job also on uh, surviving. Dude, I know. Very rare one of us makes it out of this podcast alive. Oh, dude. Okay, this song, this is a, a Jason classic. Ooh. I discovered this song in like 2013. And you want to know how I found this song? Need for Speed soundtrack. No, this is like one of the few songs that I didn't find from a Need for Speed soundtrack. And this is the only song I've ever found this way. I found this song because it was on an advertisement in a movie theater. Ooh. Like in a movie. Sometimes they use good songs. I've never seen another ad for music in a movie theater ever. Oh, it was an ad for music? It was an ad for this album before the movie started. Oh, I completely misfucking heard you. I've never heard of that before. Dude, the only time I've ever seen it. But the song is called Sweet Mountain River by Monster Truck. The band's called Monster Truck? The, man, the band is called Monster that Truck. That shit goes hard. I haven't thought about this song in so long. And I was literally in the shower last night and I had music playing and my phone was like sitting right outside the shower and just out of nowhere in my head popped into Sweet Mountain River. I was like, holy shit. I haven't thought about that song in like five years. I like dry off my hand, grab my phone and instantly cue it up. I was like, this has to be the Bird Bones banger of the week. So there it is. <laughs> Sweet Mountain River by Monster Truck. And you can find that as well as all of our other amazing Bird Bones bangers on our playlist. Bird Bones bangers on Spotify. I'm hitting this fucking recording.